This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The mayor's emergency migrant contracting powers have been stripped. It's Tuesday, December 5th, and this is your New York Daily News. Today's forecast calls for mostly cloudy skies in New York City, with a high near 46 and a low near 37. Before today's top story, Democratic leaders have delayed announcing their candidate to vie for the empty congressional seat held by disgraced ex-representative George Santos' seat until Thursday at least. Party chief Jay Jacobs, who doubles as Nassau County boss, said Monday that leaders want to spend a couple more days deciding on their nominee for a looming special election to fill the NYO3 seat left vacant by the expulsion of Santos. Insiders have said ex-representative Tom Swazi is a sure thing to get the nomination in what is likely to be a tough race to flip the seat in a marquee political matchup in the dead of winter. But Jacobs, who is the effective decision-maker along with fellow party leaders Representative Hakeem Jeffries, Representative Greg Meeks, and Governor Kathy Hochul, insisted that nothing is set in stone yet. And new fare gates are set to be installed at three stations across the subway system. It's part of an MTA bid to increase accessibility and curb fare evasion, and the first batch of eight fare gates was unveiled Monday at the Sutphin Boulevard Archer Avenue station on the E, J, and Z lines. MTA's chief accessibility officer called the new gates the first truly modern fare array in the system, though he emphasized that the gates were part of a trial run to test out the technology. The new gates don't have rotating arms like a traditional turnstile, but keep people out with motorized plexiglass panels or doors that move out of the way after a fare is paid. Similar systems are used in transit systems worldwide where their height discourages would-be fare jumpers. Find these stories and more right now at nydailynews.com. City Controller Brad Lander's office has revoked Mayor Adams' emergency powers to make deals with contractors for migrant services without prior approval, according to a letter from the Controller's office to the Mayor's office dated last Thursday. The Controller's office citywide prior approval, Lander's office said in its letter, is hereby revoked. Adams' office said that the loss of the prior approval would slow down its response to the asylum seeker crisis. The move comes nearly three months after Lander's office retroactively rejected the city's $432 million no-bid contract with DocGo, a for-profit medical services firm that was said to have mistreated migrants. In the summer of 2022, the city requested the power to reach deals with migrant service contractors without pre-approval from the controller's office. The Adams administration was granted the power 13 months ago. Final approval powers were still vested in the controller's office over the last year. A spokesman for Adams, Charles Lutvak, issued a statement Monday evening saying that the controller tying our hands behind our back is unfair to both new arrivals and longtime New Yorkers and will unquestionably slow down every step in the process. 
The Thursday letter signed by the deputy controller, Charlotte Hamamjian, did not elaborate on the decision. But the controller's office said in a report last week that it had identified significant delays in agencies submitting required outlines and contracts under the emergency powers. In a Monday evening statement, a lander's spokeswoman, Chloe Chick, said the review had found extensive failures to report subcontractors, despite problems that surfaced with many of them. In response, we concluded that the most prudent course for the city's fiscal health and integrity would be to require City Hall to seek prior approval before using emergency procurement on a case-by-case basis, Chick added. The decision Thursday opened up another divide between Lander, a progressive Democrat, and Adams, a moderate Democrat. The two have increasingly been at odds over the mayor's leadership in recent months. The mayor's office said the city had opened more than 210 emergency sites for migrants and is working to close a $7 billion budget gap. We will continue to hold our contractors to the highest standards, Levesque said in the statement. For more on this story and for the latest in New York City politics, visit nydailynews.com and follow us on social media at nydailynews. Thanks for listening. My name is Imran Sheikh, and we'll talk more on Wednesday. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.